Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everyone. This is your old chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly, presenting America's Famous Quiz Kids. We have two very charming guests in our classroom today, Quiz Kids. I'll introduce them later, but now let's get busy on your first question. Here it is. We all remember that Hiawatha was interested in Minnehaha, but can you tell us who would be more interested in Moneyhaha? And while you and our listeners are thinking about that one, we'll have roll call. Joel? Uh, I'm Joel Kupperman. I'm 14 years old, and I'm a junior at Roosevelt High School. Patrick? I'm Patrick Owen Conlon. I'm 13 years old, and in the fall, I'll be a freshman in high school. Lonnie? I'm Lonnie Lundy. I'm 14 years old, and I will be a sophomore at Maine Township High School in Park Ridge, Illinois. Harvey? I'm Harvey Dutch. I'm seven years old. I go to the school, and I'm in grade 3B. And the newcomer to our classroom, Angus. I go to university. My name is Angus Perez Marcia, and I'm five years old. Well, good for you, and both of you are cute, little fellow. He certainly is. He's just a dandy boy. Now, uh, we, uh, let's get back to that first question. Uh, we all remember that Hiawatha was interested, uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, just a moment, in Minnehaha, but can you tell us who would be more interested in Minnehaha? And we have three hands up, and Lonnie's hand was up first. Well, the money ha-ha is a character in Little Abner by Al Cap, and at present I believe that the Scraggs have them, so they're interested in them now, and all the characters Why? in Little Abner. Why? Well, it's a character from the planet Pincus II that uh, whatever country it happens to be in, that partic particular kind of money issued in that country will come out of his ears, and wherever he goes, he drops bills. Uh -huh. Nice so little gadget to have along with you, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, that's right, Alami. That's very, very good. Now, here's our second question. Uh, suppose these people from the musical world of years past were sending telegrams to their friends. I'm going to read you the message as it comes over the wire, and you are to identify the musician to whom it is being sent. Here's the first one. Congratulations on honorary Oxford degree, Scott. Congratulations, too, on success of symphony written for a happy occasion, Stop. Signed, Johann Peter Solomon. Joe? Well, that sounds like that would be Haydn because he was in uh, England during most of his later life. And uh, what particular symphony uh, does uh, this lend itself to? Uh, the Spy Symphony? Uh, no. Lonnie? That would be the symphony number 88 in G. He called it the Oxford Symphony when he got this 
honorary degree of music from Oxford University. That's very, very good. Very good. Here's the next one. May we have first performance rights on your new choral symphony, Stop, signed, Managers, London Philharmonic Society. Pat? I think that was Hamburg. No, no. Lonnie? It was sent to Beethoven about a symphony number nine in D minor. Right, that's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> On this last one, you kids are to identify the person referred to in the telegram. Very proud of our son, Stop. Wrote down great Allegri Miserere, Stop. Had only heard it sung once at Sistine Chapel, Stop. Signed, your husband, Leopold. Lonnie? Well, the telegram was being sent by Leopold Mozart about his son, Mo uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. That's the boy, that's right, Lonnie. A couple of weeks ago, you heard our guests uh, on our international show talk in their native tongue. Today, you kids have your chance, but it'll be a lot more difficult for you. Here's what we're going to do. I'll ask you a question, but I'll ask it in a foreign language. You want to answer the question, and you must give your answer in the same language. You get the idea? All right. I hope I get it. <clears throat> Here's the first one. Comment allez-vous? Très bien, merci. Et vous? <laughs> Angus, uh, now what, what did I say? How do you do? And what did you say? I'm well, thank you, and you. Oh, I'm just getting along friendly, <laughs> I think. <laughs> He certainly is a honey. Now then, uh, let's see on this next one. Uh, this is quite difficult for me, but I will try. Quantos años tiene usted? Yo tengo cinco años. Now what did I say? What did I say, Anger? I don't know myself. I mean, <laughs> I thought I said. Uh, what, what did I say? Well, what did you say? What was your answer? Can you tell me? What, uh, what, lang what was that language? Spanish. Spanish, all right. Now, I know I'm not very good at Spanish, but uh, I, uh, what, what did I say? Because you replied How to- How do you do? Huh? How no, do that was do? the first one. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll try and say it again. Quantos años tiene usted? Yo tengo cinco años. That's what I say, or what you say. Well, uh, what did how you? How old are you? All right, and so what did you say? I am five years old. That's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to say that for five years old, believe me, you're doing all right too. Mm -hmm. Now, here is uh, another one. Uh, 
Sagen Sie mir das Alphabet in Deutsch. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, B, X, Y, Z. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> that was that was wonderful, Angus. Wonderful. Now uh, that was a lot of fun too, wasn't it? <laughs> I haven't talked German for a long time. <laughs> now you kids will have to put your imaginations to work on this one. You're going to hear three sounds, and each one should suggest the name of something used in producing a television program. Can you identify each one and tell us what it is used for? All right, here's the first one. Pass? Well, that's a uh, dolly crying, and it might be a dolly, and that's the uh, roving microphone. I mean, they move it around when the people well, are the, moving. The, the camera. Uh, oh, dolly. well, that's right, they dolly it. That's right. That's very good, Pass. Now... Let's see what we do with uh, number two. Pass? Well, that's a, uh, might suggest fishing, and as it's far-fetched, it might suggest a fishbowl. That's where they operate the controls and everything. Well, say, now, that's a very good answer. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Lonnie has his hand up. What well, do you think about That specifically is a reel, and for films, of course, they use reels. That's right. That's what I was thinking of. That, that was very, very good. Now, here's the last one. Pat. Uh, well, that was the boom, and that's what I was thinking of about the roving microphone, because oh. uh, they moved that around following the actors. That's right. The boom, boom mic, yeah, mm -hmm. that reaches out over your head. Mm -hmm. that, that's the one that they, they try and keep out of the picture as <laughs> much as they can, but sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. <clears throat> All right. Now, uh, you know, folks, we, the Quiz Kids program, are always interested in the welfare and advancement of America's youth. This past week, the Advisory Council on Youth Participation met at the White House. The group came together to plan their participation in the Mid-Century White House Conference on Children and Youth, which takes place in December. Now, the council was made up of 75 outstanding young people of the United States and we were very proud to have one of our quiz kid graduates, now 18 years old, taking an active part in the group. In fact, she was appointed secretary. She just arrived from Washington this morning to give us a report on their activities. And we're happy to welcome back to our quiz kid classroom, Diane Mazurik. It's good to see all of you again, Mr. Kelly. Well, thank you, Diane. Uh, Diane, suppose you tell us a little something about the, the meeting. Well, Mr. Kelly, this is the first time that youth have had the opportunity to participate in this White House conference. Before, it's always been the adults discussing youth problems. But this time, the youth get a chance to say a few things about their problems themselves. Oh. 
And throughout this whole conference, we will be discussing youth problems, and as, I, as I've already said, the youth will be supplementing the ideas and the impressions and the facts that adults find out about youth problems. They'll be supplementing them with their own ideas. Uh-huh. Well, uh, Diane, I, I have an idea. I think it's an idea. <laughs> Suppose, uh, why don't we ask the quiz kids here uh, what they think the main problems of youth are? Well, I think that would be a good suggestion, Mr. Kelly. Oh. And you know, we could probably take up some of these suggestions at our next meeting. Well, say, that's an idea. Now, I'll tell you what you do, Diane. You, you can be the, uh, the chief quizzerist. See? You, you take over here now. <laughs> All right. Who, who would like to start this off? How about kids? Youth problems as they see them. How about you, Pat? Well, uh, I'm not old enough to have too many problems yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do know that uh, youth have problems, and uh, sometimes it's their parents who uh, feel that they are to do things, and they're a little too sick or a little too lax with the youth, and I think that they should uh, um, adjust themselves to that, and so the parents and the uh, children should strike a happy medium. Well, how would you suggest they adjust themselves? What might they do? Well, they might have... Uh, meeting a general panel board meeting or something like that. Okay. I mean, just representative of some groups. How about you, Joel? Well, I find myself in the same uh, boat as Pat as regards my own situation, but I know a lot of uh, kids my age and a little older uh, find their uh, chief problem is that they don't have enough to do, for, uh, particularly during the day. You think maybe that you should have some more things, some more activities to do, is yeah. that right? M more uh, places uh, to get together also. What would you say to that, Lonnie? Well, uh, I think in several areas of the country, well, especially in big cities, certain big cities, there aren't enough parks and playgrounds for the children, and that uh, is definitely a problem in areas where there isn't, because uh, children need those things. You think they might need some more organized activities? Yes. Harvey, what would you say? Well, well maybe to keep the children out of glass and, 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 old, and old places they can get hurt and everything, you should have a little more activities like the old said. Maybe a television, they can watch television. <laughs> Playroom. Playroom. Uh, but can I uh, interrupt just a minute? What television program, Harvey, should... Uh they look at the... Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> huh? Well, mm, maybe, you know, programs just for kids, not so many murders. Well, I'm asking you about one. <laughs> I'm asking you about one TV program now. Which one? Which, which one? Oh, maybe how to do it. <laughs> Well, Angus, that leaves it. Maybe you have some suggestions for us. What would you say? I would say, my brother is three years old, but he goes to Mexico, oh, and my husband is not here. And, and he, brings, he brings my brother to the border. <laughs> to Mexico. Well, 
Uh, you take over, Mr. Point. Kelly. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Angus, uh, can you tell us that again, real slow? Yeah. All right. Now, what do you say? My your husband, little brother is three years old. My little brother is three years old, but he's not here. He's going to Mexico, but, but my daddy has bring him to the border for to go to Mexico. Oh. Well, is he in Mexico now? No. Oh. That's the problem, I guess. He's by the border. Oh. my brother to Mexico. Oh, I see. I understand now, yes. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, well, now, uh, how about, uh, did you wish to continue? Do you think we've uh, really taken, do you think the kids have given you some ideas? Yes, I think they have some definite ideas. And maybe we could pick up your problem, Harvey, with the television department. <laughs> <laughs> well, Diane, thanks so much. It's nice to have you back in the classroom, and lots of luck for you and your new organization. Now, kids, most of us have seen rubies, sapphires, and other jewels, but what are dinosaur jewels? Harvey? Well, those are stones that dinosaurs have swallowed to help digest their food, like chickens swallow gravel to to help digest their food. They're polished, Uh so it's when scientists find them, but not by man or anything. Oh. By, by 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 inside their dinosaurs. Uh-huh. They find them in their gizzard. That's why they call them dinosaur gizzard stones. Yeah. What what one time they found in the dinosaur in Mongolia with more than hundred stones in it. Hmm. Hundred. <laughs> more. Oh more. Oh. <laughs> well. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, thank you very much, Harvey. Now, you must try and get two out of three on this one, quiz kids. What mythological characters would probably have done very well in these modern sports events? First, the hammer throw. Pat? Well, that might be Vulcan because he was a blacksmith and used the hammer quite a lot. That's very good. Now, Joe, what were you going to say? Also, uh, Jupiter because he threw uh, thunderbolts down from Olympus to the people that uh, he didn't like. Uh-huh. Now, how about the 800 meters freestyle swimming race? Who might excel in that in uh, mythology? Joel? Well, I believe that would be uh, Leander, who uh, swam the Hellespont to uh, meet his girlfriend. Right, and uh, Lonnie? Also Neptune. Neptune, mm-hmm. Very good. And Pat, where are you well, going? Well, it might also be Orion. He uh, swam across the body of water. Mm-hmm. How about the 100 meter foot race for women? Lonnie? Atlanta. That's right. That's very, very good. Well, here's a treat we've been looking forward to all week. Friends, in class today, we have a very charming and personable songstress who is currently appearing at the Empire Room of Chicago's famous Palmer House. We're very happy to welcome the lovely Miss Ellen Knight. Good to have you with us, Evelyn. Thank you very much, Joe. I wouldn't have missed this for anything. You see, my mother and I are regular Quiz Kiss fans, and I'm sure, but I know that she's listening in at home in Los Angeles today. Oh, well, say, that's nice. 
You know, Elwell, I caught your show the other night, and uh, it was interesting to me to learn that uh, many of the songs you've helped make popular have been based on folk tunes and old melodies. I uh, sort of hoped that you'd sing a couple of them in the question you planned for the kids. Well, I'd like to, Joe. Uh, Queers kids, here is the question. I'm going to sing these tunes using their original lyrics, and you are to try to sing the recent popular song that was taken from each one. Now, here's the first tune. Buffalo Dell's going to come out tonight. Come out tonight. Come out tonight. Buffalo Gals won't come out tonight. And then by the light of the moon. All right, now we have two hands up. Uh, Lonnie's hand was first. Well, uh, that would be uh, gonna dance with a dolly with a hole in a stocking. That's right. That's right. Wow. <laughs> I'm just wondering, uh, say, uh, Evelyn, uh, let's, I've got an idea. What? How about Lonnie uh, singing a duet with you? Uh, oh, well, sure. How about Lonnie? Lonnie? Is that all right with you, Evelyn? Certainly. All right, Uncle Lou, now we will get them. In the same key? Lonnie, I'll sing the melody. What voice are you going to sing? Well, uh, what's the song? <laughs> We're going to do Dance with the Dolly. Oh, I don't know the words. You don't? <laughs> um, going to dance with the dolly with a hole in the stocking. While yeah. our knees keep a-knocking. Okay, that's And our toes right. keep a-rocking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can't live the rest Down of the life. Dance, dance with the dolly with a hole in the stocking. While our knees keep a-knocking and our toes keep a-rocking. Dance with the dolly with a hole in the stocking. By the light of the silver moon. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, here's the uh, here's the second one now, Mr. Webb. Pat has his hand up. What's that one, oh, Pat? There's no tomorrow. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, absolutely right. This is the third one now. Uh, an old folk tune, which is the British version of a children's rhyme that I'm sure you all know. Now, can you identify the rhyme? Coach your carriage, will you, won't you marry me? Lonnie? I'm not sure, could that be Dr. Lawyer, Indian Chief? Dr. Lawyer, Indian Chief? Yeah. That's absolutely right. It's <laughs> awesome. And uh, the, the name of that is uh, what, uh, Lonnie? Uh, what? The, does that lend itself to a popular tune now that... Uh, yeah, well, that's the song, Dr. Lawyer, Indian Chief. Well, uh, Cherry Stones. Uh, oh. Uh, that's what I was saying about. Now, I, by the way, Evelyn, I know that Cherry Stones is one of your newest hits, and I'll bet the folks would like to hear you sing all of it. How about it, folks? Cherry <laughs> <laughs> Stones, Cherry Stones, Cherry Stones. 
such fun to count each one to see if you'll be my babe. Girl. 
Then he says, nothing. Well, if you can get a hold of a girl who says nothing, you've got a girl there. folks out there could see the longest. He certainly is a cutie pie. Well, I guess we, uh, that takes care of that discussion, doesn't it, uh, fellas? Huh? <laughs> so let's get along here now. Many stories are drawn from the author's personal experience, keeping this in mind, what biblical characters might have written books using these familiar titles. The first one is uh, A Tale of Two Cities. What biblical character, Pat? Well, that might be Saul. He was uh, stricken blind on the way between two cities. Yeah. Uh, I think he was going to uh, Tarsus, and uh, he was from Damascus. And uh, Joel? Well, also, Jacob, during his life, uh, shifted back from uh, two places. One, uh, his home, he left there and went uh, to the uh, home of his cousin, and then he came back there. But he, uh, all his life, he just uh, shifted between those two places. Pat did. Well, that might be the tale of Sodom and Gomorrah. And they uh, were uh, both uh, burned to the ground because they were uh, so what were so biblical character? Oh, that might be Lot. Lot, uh, that's the one I was thinking of. Well, of course, you kids came out with some very uh, good ones there. Now, how about this next one, Kidnapped? What biblical, biblical character might this? Uh, Joel? That would be Joseph. He was uh, kidnapped by his brothers and sold to uh, Ishmaelites going to Egypt. That's right. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh-oh, well, there's the bell. So we'll have to forego the uh, third part. And, of course, that means the end of class for today, kids. And while we're waiting for the judges to make out your report cards, let uh, you and I have a little talk. Angus, uh, this was your first time on Quiz Kids. Uh, tell me, Angus, did you enjoy yourself? Yes. Did you I have had some? many times. You had many fun. I see. Fine. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're right. We did have many fun. Uh, um, and uh, I hope sometime that you can be back with us again. Yeah. Now, I, uh, let's see. I haven't got the scores. Here they are. Let's see. Uh, remember, uh, whether you kids win or lose, you will each receive a $100 savings bond for your future education. Now, as a group, you missed, uh, well, you didn't miss any questions. And after taking into consideration your age as well as the number of questions you answered correctly, let me see now. Uh, the final report is Lonnie was first, Patrick second, Joe Harvey, and Angus all tied for third. So, Angus, you will be back with us next Sunday. Well, that's fine. I'm so glad. all of our listeners will be back uh, with us again next week, too. Uh-huh. So until next Sunday, then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the quiz kids. Goodbye, kids. Bye, Bye Mr. Kelly. Kelly. Goodbye, Angus. Produced by Lewis G. Cowan.
Three chimes mean good times on NBC. There's mystery and music tonight on NBC. The mystery of Sam Spade's latest case, in which the romantic private eye solves the caper of too many clients. The music is the NBC.